This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Only on the BetQL Network. Hey everyone, Jake Nowaker here with Tapped Out on the BetQL Network. You can catch the podcast 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturdays. Today, tonight, again... Like I always say, whenever, wherever you're watching or listening to this, I have a very special guest. His name is Trevor Novello. Some of you know him as Suffering Father, except he doesn't really look like he's suffering to me. Trevor, what's up, my man? What's going on, brother? How you doing? Pretty good, you know, enjoying this uh, pretty grim Monday on the uh, East Coast. Looks pretty sunny right. near you. Yeah, yeah, it's real hot out here, uh, out here in Tennessee. We're, uh, Tennessee. Yeah, we're burning up out here, man. Dirty South. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so like, like I said, you know, I'm going to ask you some questions. Uh, I might know the answers to this. Some people watching might know the answers to this, but the goal of this interview is just like to get your name out there and just tell people what you're about, who you are. You got a big fight coming up. So let's just start with like, tell me about yourself. Who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Day in the life of Trevor. For sure. I, uh, well, uh, originally I'm from, uh, the Chicago area, um, Northern suburbs of Chicago, uh, born and raised there, you know, uh, started wrestling when I was five, all that cool stuff. My dad, uh, my dad was my head wrestling coach for about 10 years, give or take. (laughs) Uh, but it was good, man. It was, uh, it was a good, it was a good life growing up, you know? Uh, and then, uh, joined the army right out of high school, which, uh, brought me down here to East Tennessee, um, where I was with the 101st airborne. I was a medic. Uh, and that's when I started doing MMA, you know, I, uh, there was a gym right up the road from base, uh, called Harris Holt martial arts, uh, had few, few, uh, bigger name guys come out of there. A guy named Jacob Kilburn who fought in the UFC is out of there. Uh, a guy on the way up right now named Sanders Shank. He fought on uh, Jorge Masvidal's card recently is out of that gym, but, uh, that's really where I got my start, man. It was, uh, it was a karate gym. So, uh, so a lot of my techniques, yeah, exactly. A lot of my techniques are very uh, weirdly karate based. I like to throw a lot of side kicks and stuff like that, you know, but uh, man, that was a team of killers. And then I got out of the army and my wife and I, we liked it so much down here. We decided to stay. We moved a little closer to Nashville and uh, yeah, man, we've been here ever since. It's uh, It's been a good time. I changed gyms to uh, a place right up the road here called uh, Guardian MMA. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been a lot of fun for yeah, sure. I mean, just based off the stuff you post on Twitter, whether it's bag works or you being goofy, um, seems like you have a lot of fun. It seems like the karate paid off. You have a very, you, you have like the big man distinctive karate style. It's cool. I, I, yeah, I appreciate that. You know, I, uh, 
I, I do this stuff because I love it. You know, I loved wrestling. It's, it was my whole life, you know, and then uh, when I found MMA and I found this new love and striking and stuff like that, man, I just I became, you know, obsessed with it. And uh, I don't know, I just, I, I always try and have fun with, uh, with what I'm doing, you know, whether it's being a dork on Twitter or even sparring, I'm always joking around and talking and, you know, messing around with my buddies and my training partners and stuff. Uh, I think, uh, I think if you're not having fun doing this stuff that you shouldn't be doing it, you know? Hell yeah, man. I feel like that's really kind of an outlook to have anywhere in life, whether your job, your life, anything, you got to have fun. Yeah. Um, So like, like we were talking about your training. I mentioned you have Mm -hmm. a fight coming up. This is my fault for not doing the research. Is this your debut coming up? Let's just hear about this fight. It is is not. So I had my first fight in 2019. So a couple of years ago, uh, I was still pretty new to the sport at the time, uh, which is, you know, I'm not making excuses. I did lose. Uh, happens, bro. Know. Happens, bro. Yeah, I mean, I faced a, a, a really talented and experienced guy. And, uh, you know, we went back and forth. We traded. We had ourselves a little fight of the night. And then uh, he ended up catching me in the second round. And, you know, I learned a lot from that fight. And uh, I messaged him recently and told him that I really appreciated everything that he taught me in that fight because, uh, you know, he was a veteran and uh, he's a he was a good, he was a good talented guy and a good competitor. That's for sure. Sorry. I got to fly in here for some reason. No, you're good, bro. I mean, dude, unless you're an Aragmedov, you're not going undefeated yeah. in MMA. So yeah, exactly. Get the loss out of the way early and build on that. You know, exactly. You know, I've, I've lost so much in wrestling in competition and just in the training room that I, I've really, uh, I've been able to learn to appreciate all of my losses, you know, MMA wrestling, whether it's in competition, in the training room, wherever it is, you know, I really, I appreciate losses really more than I appreciate wins. You, you learn and grow from them more. I, I wrestled too growing up and, you know, I yep. do some more time jujitsu now, but uh, yeah, man, the losses is what, is what makes you grow. Um, oh yeah, for sure. For sure. So let's talk about this upcoming fight a little bit. I kind of want to yep. hear about your, I don't know if you did a camp or I just want to hear about your preparation. I want to hear about how you're feeling going into this, where your weight's at. What are you thinking about your opponent? How do you see the fight going? Man, I feel good. You know, I, uh, I, uh, I did do, I did a camp, you know, it was, it's obviously not as intensive as you see on the embeddeds or anything like that, but I did do a camp, you know, I, uh, first things first, the weight had to come off. Right. I was, uh, I accepted the fight in the beginning of May and, uh, I was about 310 pounds at the time. I had just competed at Naga and I had bulked up for the uh ultra heavyweight class and stuff like that so I was big <laughs> yeah at the time I was, I was a big dude and uh but I took a fight at 265 and so the weight had to come off first that was uh that was the big thing so you know a lot of running a lot of sweatshirts and long sleeves and uh saunas and stuff like that that all came first and uh it was hard at first let me tell you but you know uh I'm at 269 I was at yesterday so uh yeah it was it's it's been good you know the 40 pounds came off a lot easier than I thought they were gonna (laughs) it uh it wasn't it wasn't too bad and then uh lots of sparring lots of uh lots of cardio work stuff like that you know my uh first love is obviously grappling but every fight starts on the feet so definitely was working on you know 
get my timing down and my transitions from standing to takedowns and stuff like that. That was a huge focus. Um, and another thing that was a big focus, you know, this guy that I'm fighting, he's six foot 10. He's a big dude. He's, uh, I I'm six foot three and I'm, I'm, I felt like I was pretty tall until they told me how big this dude was. And I was like, Oh man, is his name Stefan Struve? Oh man. I, <laughs> I, that's I, huge. I thought it was a typo when they first sent it to me, but they were like, yeah, we got this guy for you. He's a uh, six foot 10. And I was like, Oh, he means six foot one. And then I showed up to the gym and it was like, no, he's, you know, he's up there, man. He's uh, you're going to have to get inside on him. And I was like, shit. All right. If you insist. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Chop them legs down. dude. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely been a big focus is, is focusing on those, uh, those calf and uh, knee kicks because you know, I'm not, I'm not going to try and stand on the outside with this guy and get picked apart and stuff like that. So, uh, but yeah, you know, I've been, it's been fun, man. I, I love, I love being in camp. I love seeing, you know, my day-to-day -day progression. Um, just really, uh, I've really been enjoying this process, the process of getting myself better, of losing the weight, you know, every pound that comes off, it makes it easier to move around. And, uh, you know, I can go for longer than I could before. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun, man. It really has. And I mean, dude, just like seeing the amount you've been sweating on the mat and the amount of work you've been putting in, like, even if you're having fun, you're working your ass off and it's very apparent. Yeah. If, uh, I'm, I'm pretty gross. You don't want to train with me, especially <laughs> my gym has no AC. And so it's been, you know, 95 to 110 every day when you go train and stuff like that. I've just dumping buckets of sweat. I mean, it used to be like uh, I would get made fun of, you know, in a friendly way at my old gym because that gym had AC and I was still dumping sweat, just uh, making the mats all wet and disgusting. <laughs> people, people would slip during their pad rounds and get mad at me and stuff. But, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, I'm a sweaty dude. Just shows you're working hard, dude. And yeah. like, that's, that's, that's my perspective. You know, I don't compete and fight. I train a little bit, but um, just seeing how hard you guys train, seeing like what the mental preparation, the physical preparation, win or loss, the normal average person with some mental integrity has respect for fighters. Because again, like, I don't care if you get knocked out in 10 seconds. I don't care if you go in there and knock someone out in 10 seconds. I don't care if you have a 25 minute war. I respect the hell out of anyone who trains and prepares like you guys do. Like, that's it, you know? Well, I mean, you were a wrestler, so you know that, that mentality, I mean, it's, it isn't, uh, you're not born with it. You know, you, uh, that is something, that mentality is something that you have to, you have to earn and you have to work on. And, uh, you know, that's something that I really attribute to a whole childhood of wrestling is that, you know, I, when I joined the army, uh, the mental side of things, I mean, it came a lot easier to me that uh being able to keep your emotions balanced and keeping a, being able to keep like a calm mind under pressure stuff like that that's all things that you know uh helped me later on in life that i can attribute to wrestling and uh you know still helping me to this day with my training and stuff whenever it sucks i mean those are the practices that i love the most because i i love when it sucks i love when it's hard you know i mean i i think a lot of wrestlers in middle school specifically can relate to this. Um, a lot of your, a lot of people's biggest growing moments in life is crying half naked on a mat in front of an auditorium full of middle school girls you have a crush on. Oh very yeah. Humbling, very humbling yep. experience. Yep. Yep. And you know, it, it almost, 
you keep it together when uh, when you're standing up. You keep it together when they raise the other guy's hand. You keep it together when you uh, shake the other coach's hand, and then you get a, over to your other co- your coach, and they put the hand on your shoulder, and it's just you're done. Yeah, especially when it's like a season ender. You know, you lost in sectionals, and you just you know, oh, it's terrible. Yeah, but those are those are good for you too. You know, that's where you grow, man. So. It's safe to say you're feeling pretty good going into the Yeah, and yeah, man, I'm happy. You know, I've also, you know, win or lose, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm satisfied with the work that I've done because uh, at the end of the day, it's not, it's never really been about the outcome of the fight. It's always, this has meant the most to me because it was my, uh, it was, it marked my uh, start to getting healthy again and getting my life back on track. You know, I've talked about it in the past, but. Uh, I had a real problem with uh, alcohol when I was in the army and uh, on my way out as well. You know, I, I worked in an ER and, you know, you see some stuff and, and you don't really know how to deal with it and stuff. And so I had a real problem with alcohol and it made me gain all this weight. And so uh, at the end of the day, this fight was never really about, you know, going out there and winning. I mean, of course I want to, that's, that's the idea is that I'm going to go win, but uh, really it's about getting my life back on track and getting my health back on track. And, uh, that's why it's been so important for me. And so, uh, so meaningful for me. And, uh, I, it also seems like a lot of people sort of latched onto that. And it seemed like, you know, maybe a lot of people could relate to having these off days, months, or even years at a time where, you know, you slip up and now you got to do the hard work to get yourself back. And, uh, yeah. So I always like to talk honestly and openly about my struggles because you never know who else might be dealing with it quietly. So oh, uh, for sure, everybody has something, which is why you're so relatable <laughs> and situations like that are. Um, that's kind of the perfect segue into what I wanted to talk about next. And if this is like too personal, where like you don't want to like unleash your private life, just tell me, we'll move on. But you, you show your kid on Twitter a lot of the time. I kind of just want to ask what he does for you specifically during fight camp, stuff like that. Man, I mean, you know, the... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. They always say like, you know, you don't, you don't understand the love that you can have for your child until you actually experience it. Um, and, and they really mean it, you know, the, the amount of things that you can push through and the things that you're able to accomplish when you uh, have the motivation of a, 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 of a child looking up to you. Uh, it's, it's mind blowing, you know, I mean, it's, 
enabled me to reach down into, you know, pools of motivation and pools of energy that I had no idea I had. You know, when you're 10 rounds deep and it's 95 degrees in the gym and, you know, your coach is saying more, 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 more rounds, get up, get up, get up. You know, you normally, you know, you, you want to stay on that ground, but then you think about your son, you think about your kid and I don't know, your legs just start moving again and your, uh, your arms just start moving again. And I always, it's always so important to me to be the kind of man that my son is going to look up to one day. I want to be, I want to show him that, you know, you can accomplish things that you had no idea you were capable of if you just work hard. And if you just, if you just put in that effort and you put in that work, you know, and I want him to see that I never gave up on, on myself and I didn't give up on, you know, my goals and man, that is, it is so important to have that motivation. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's great. Not to mention, you know, he beats the shit out of me every single day, really uh, getting me ready for fight for uh, the fight, just throwing doorknobs into my head and cracking me with hot wheels and stuff. It's a, uh, it's good preparation getting you used to getting hit. That's, that's great, dude. And that's, uh, that's fantastic that your son has that mindset and role model growing up, you know, that I don't think enough kids have that. So that's, that's just great to hear that you just said that, like, that's where you're coming from and that he's really your motivation. Yeah. You um, know, I was, I was really lucky growing up to have a, a dad who, you know, thought it was important to model the characteristics of a, what a good and strong man is, you know, someone who stands up for people who can't necessarily stand up for themselves and, and someone who is compassionate to people, but can also show a righteous anger an anger that, you know, is there to defend people that need it and, and to stand up against what is morally wrong. You know, I was so beneficial to not only see that in my dad, but also in my stepdad, both of them, you know, are just, uh, just great men with, uh, you know, different talents and different skills. My stepdad is brilliant. You know, he's a chemical engineer, just extremely smart family man. And, you know, my, my, uh, my dad is a carpenter and he's worked hard his whole life. And, uh, you know, having both of those role, mo role models growing up, I think is just was so beneficial for me. Yeah. For Amen. Like that's clearly it rubbed off and your son's going to have the same thing. So that's great. I, I just, I do my best. I do my best. So we'll start to wrap out here a little bit. Let's just, uh, let's just look forward. You're going to get the big dub this weekend. You're not going to miss your, Mr. 10, 10 foot tall down to the ground. Hell yeah. What's next in the MMA career? Is there next? Is this just a solo kind of thing? What's up? I, I don't know, man. You know, I really, I do love uh, fight camps and I, I love competing and, and, you know, I, I will always love competing. Um, but I, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to be some kind of world beater that goes on and is in the UFC or anything like that. You know, my, my real passion has always lied in, in teaching and in coaching. Um, after this fight, I'll be taking a, a coaching job, a wrestling coaching job at a, a new MMA gym that's, that's opening up. Uh, I'll be teaching kids and summer camps and, you know, teaching fighters wrestling and stuff. So, you know, I'm not going to say that I won't step in there again. In fact, there's a good chance that I will, but 
at the end of the day, I, I just really love to teach and I love to coach. And, and I think that might be where my path lies, but, uh, you know, I'm never, I'm not going to say never as far as, uh, you know, still competing and stuff like that, but you know, maybe you'll see me in a corner someday, uh, on a UFC broadcast. All right, let's go McGregor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm McGregor's new wrestling coach, you know, uh, Trevor Cavanaugh. No, that's, <laughs> that's awesome, man. It's a, that was super candid answer too. Um, and that's just really the, the sense of person, the vibe I get from you. You just like to have fun, live in the moment and see what the hell happens. And that's, yeah, that's man. awesome. Yeah, man. That's what life's all about. You know, just having fun, doing what you love and, uh, you know, good things happen when you, when you do what you're passionate about. I, I really believe that. For sure. So are people going to be able to watch this fight? Is this being streamed anywhere? Okay. I, I told everyone that there was going to be a way to stream it. I stand by that. The promoter has told me that there will be a way to stream it. I don't have the link yet, but I will be posting it as soon as I can. But uh, yeah, if anyone's in the Nashville area and wants to come, come out and watch, you know, yeah, you know, I mean, uh, it's always a good thing to, uh, to support local martial arts and stuff like that. You know, it's always important to uh, support local shows and smaller shows and stuff. Otherwise we wouldn't have the big shows. So, uh, you know, yeah. So you, you'll be posting that link on Twitter. I'll get the link. I'll post it on here. So that was, I think my last, almost my last question, where can people find you? What's your Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, whatever you got. Uh, well, you can find me at Suffering Father on uh, on Twitter and at Father White Belt on Instagram. You know, I uh, I post pretty regularly on Twitter, mostly just jokes and stupid things that come to my brain. You know, I've always treated Twitter like my own little personal diary. It's just, you know, I uh, <laughs> it's funny. I, I post the same way now as I did when I had fifty followers. It's just, uh, I don't know. And not all, not all of my jokes land. I, I know that much, but you know, I take one, take, take my advice. This guy's a good follow. You wake up in the morning, <laughs> see one of his videos and you laugh. It's a good start to the day. Um, well, it, man. So Trevor, thanks for joining me, man. I really, I really enjoyed this. You're one of the most, I've only had a few guests on, but you're a very genuine person. I was going to say you're the most genuine guest I've had on yet. So I just thank I you very much. I really appreciate it, man. Thank you uh, so much for having me on. This was a lot of fun, you know. So if you ever wanna, if you ever wanna do another one or ever wanna just hang out, you know, I'm always down. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Um, kick ass this weekend, and again, everybody, go follow this guy. Stay on the lookout for his fight and rock on. Thank you so much, everyone. So much, brother. I appreciate it.